This podcast is presented to you by Pastors Tom and Bonnie DeShal from Celebration Church in Harare, Zimbabwe. For more information, please visit celebrationmen.org. It's been a, a great conference already, and God is doing a great work among us. Amen. Wasn't that an amazing word from Pastor Tom last night? I, I have started my own illegal prayers. And the devil is in trouble. Hallelujah. I am looking forward to be disrupted as God does things in our lives. Amen. And this morning, both Pastor Tom and Pastor Phil were amazing. So we have, we have a few moments together and I will, we will start right away. You know, when God speaks, I've come to discover that God is a master at making understatements. He does not say in full what he wants to say. You have to pursue, you have to to search, you have to, to search the prophetic word for you to understand all that God is saying. So this morning, Pastor Tom looked at the prophetic word and he he ministered from a certain angle. I think he took a right turn, and I want to approach it from a left turn. And I want you to understand that the word that God has spoken to us is a word that determines how we were in 2018. And we, the word that God has given us is that we see his kingdom and we share his love. Now, we, we understand that the word ayin talks about seeing, about perceiving. So seeing is very important, and seeing is critical. So we need to perceive the kingdom. We need to see the kingdom, because our mindset should be focused on a kingdom perspective. So our focus in the year is on perceiving the kingdom agenda. That's why in, in this conference we are saying, thy kingdom come. So if we miss the kingdom, everything else we are doing is going to fail. You know, those of old, they used to talk about when particularly those who were sworn into the military, they would talk about an allegiance and they would say for God and for country. But as believers, we our focus is not exactly for God and for country, although that is important. But our focus is for God and for the kingdom. Now, in, in, in Latin, what they would say, they would say, pro Deo et regam Dei, for God and for the kingdom. So our focus, when we talk about seeing God, you are saying what? Seeing the kingdom. We are saying, as I wore in 2018, I'm doing it for God and I'm doing it for the kingdom. So my orientation is on a kingdom orientation. Whatever I'm doing, whatever I'm pursuing, as I lay my life, I'm not laying my life for myself, but I'm doing it for God and for the kingdom. My orientation, my motivation, my purpose, the thing that makes me pursue what I pursue is for the purpose of God and for the purposes of the kingdom. That's what it means when we say seeing the kingdom, having an orientation, an inclination towards the kingdom. Hallelujah. So we need to have that kingdom focus. 
And for us to understand that, I want to, I'll go through a number of scriptures and very quickly because we don't have time. So in John chapter 3, verse 3, a very simple scripture, Jesus speaks to Nicodemus in John chapter 3, verse 3. He says, unless one is born again, he cannot see the kingdom. And we are saying 2018 is about seeing the kingdom. But if you are not born again, you cannot see the kingdom. So obviously the focus is to say, we are assuming that as you are a member in Celebration Church, you are born again. We are assuming that you are walking in relationship with God. Because if you are not walking in that relationship, you cannot see the kingdom. So you'd pursue it in vain. So seeing the kingdom presupposes that we have had a personal experience of salvation. It presupposes that we are walking in a relationship with God. That's how we can correctly discern the kingdom. That's how we can perceive the kingdom. That's how we can see the kingdom. And that is critical. So in 2018, one of the key things in our churches is a call to salvation, making sure that we have a focus on soul winning because people cannot see the kingdom unless they are born again. Hallelujah. So in John 3 verses 5 and 6, Jesus goes on to say, unless one is born of water in the spirit, he cannot enter the kingdom of God. In verse 3, he cannot see the kingdom, but without water, which is the word, and without the spirit, you cannot enter the kingdom. So it's very possible to see the kingdom, but not enter into it. But in 2018, my pursuit should be, I don't just want to see it, but I want to enter into the kingdom. I want to operate from within the kingdom. I don't want to operate from outside the kingdom. So I'm going to set myself to be in a vital, intimate relationship with the Holy Spirit. I cannot experience an outpouring of the Holy Spirit unless I'm walking in fellowship with him. So we need to be born of the Spirit. Hallelujah. Praise God. So in 2018, <coughs> sorry, as we see the kingdom, as we pursue the kingdom, we have been given a promise that as we pursue kingdom intimacy, we will see a manifestation of the promises that God has made to us. As we pursue the kingdom, as we see the kingdom, we walk into our destiny. You see, we were created for God and for the kingdom. And therefore, for you to walk into your destiny, for you to walk into the God assignment that you have, you have to perceive the kingdom. When you see the kingdom and you are kingdom oriented and you are focusing yourself on the kingdom, then it opens the door for you to walk into your destiny. You cannot get into the manifestation of your calling and your assignment assignment outside the kingdom. So it is critical to have that kingdom orientation because it is the doorway to your assignment. It is the doorway to the manifestation of your, of your destiny. Hallelujah. The word did say that we will see a manifestation of long-awaited promises. But this manifestation of long-awaited promises is linked to a kingdom orientation. It's linked to seeing the kingdom. So it's critical, it's important, it's crucial for us to have that orientation towards the kingdom. Because whatever we do, like we said, is for God and for the kingdom. The Bible says in Luke chapter 1 and verse 80, talking about the child John. 
Luke chapter 1 and verse 18. It says, So the child grew and became strong in spirit and was in the deserts till the day of his manifestation to Israel. So as he, he grew, he became strong in the spirit. He meditated on God's calling as he prepared himself, as he pursued God, as he sought the kingdom, as he saw the kingdom, as he aimed the kingdom, as he perceived the kingdom, his manifestation appeared. So our manifestation is dependent on seeing the kingdom. Because you see, what God whispered to you, in your, what God whispered into your ears in the night seasons, as you pursue and see the kingdom, that is, will be manifested publicly. That which God showed you in the secret place, you will now manifest openly. That's why it says of John, the day of his manifestation appeared. The day of his showing came to pass. So there is a day of our showing. There is a day of our manifestation. That which God... You have been pursuing God and you have been praying. You have been seeking him and you are pursuing. And nobody understood. Nobody saw. Nobody understood what God has spoken to you. But as you pursue the kingdom, then it will manifest publicly. People will be beneficiaries of the public manifestation of the destiny that God has called you to. <laughs> Hallelujah. So seeing the kingdom is important. You know, we, we, we have been told that as we see the kingdom, as we understand and as we perceive that we are kingdom citizens, as we walk in intimacy with God, we begin to create a strong sense of community. We begin to know that as brothers we relate in community because we are fellow citizens of the kingdom. So once you understand kingdom, you begin to think of yourself as a community of faith. You begin to understand that I don't live life alone. I don't do life alone, but I do it in community. I do it together with my brothers. But you cannot understand community outside of the kingdom. Because it is the kingdom that creates community. When I am in a relationship with the king, when I see the kingdom and I'm oriented to the kingdom, I then perceive the fellow citizens as community of faith, as a covenant community that are in relationship with me. So I can work out my relationship with others because my orientation is in kingdom orientation. So the call that God is giving us in 2018 is a call not only to see the kingdom, but to be kingdom-minded, to be kingdom-conscious, and to be kingdom-focused. As we do that, we walk in vital relationships of community. You know, I, 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 I am a proud African. And, and as, growing up as an African, I understood community. I was raised by a community. I grew up in a community, but something happened. The more Africans associate with civilization, the more they dissociate from community. 
I think it's time we go back to understand that community is a biblical concept. When God gave the Africans an understanding of community, that I'm not raised only by my parents, but I'm raised by the community that is around me. When we begin to understand that my children are not only my children, if you are a member of this community and you see my children struggle, you help raise them because we are community for the sake of the kingdom, for God and for the kingdom. When, when, when you see me begin to sleep and I'm making a mistake and you say, oh, it's his own thing. I don't want to interfere in personal matters. It means we don't understand kingdom. We don't understand community. So you would rather have a citizen of the kingdom miss the mark simply because you are respecting privacy. In community, we, we, can, uh, we can be accountable because we understand when something happens to a kingdom citizen, it has a negative effect on the kingdom. Hallelujah. <coughs> so, we see the kingdom and we see the manifestation of seeing and perceiving the kingdom. If we don't eye in the kingdom, if we don't perceive the kingdom, it has an impact on how we do life. Hallelujah. So, so God said to us, when you understand kingdom in 5, 7, 7, 8, you then walk in governmental authority. Because governmental authority is linked to a perception of kingdom. When I'm in a vital relationship with the king, I can walk in a kingdom authority. When I'm in relationship with the government of the kingdom, who is the king, then I can exercise governmental authority. I cannot rebuke demons. I cannot make decrees devoid of a relationship with the king. Am I talking to somebody? So we, we cannot execute vengeance on the nations when I don't have a perception of the kingdom. When I can't see the kingdom, when I see the king, when I see the kingdom, then I can execute vengeance. But when I don't have that perception, that relationship with the king and his kingdom, then I cannot execute judgments. Because the judgments I execute are the decrees that the king has made. So it's important for me to see, to perceive, to relate with the king so that I understand and I can hear his decrees. When I hear his decrees, then I can make declarations. But if I make declarations which the king has not made, then my declarations are in vain. So governmental authority in 2018 is dependent on seeing and perceiving the kingdom, hearing what the king is saying, seeing his decrees. Just like Jesus said, what I see my father do, that will I do. So his eyes were trained on the kingdom. His eyes were trained on the king so that he would do here on earth what was happening in heaven. Hallelujah. So this is a season of decreeing the purposes of God, of discerning his will as we align ourselves to the kingdom so that we can legislate those purposes so that his kingdom may come, his will may be done on earth as it is in heaven. That's what it means when we say in 5778, it is a year of exercising governmental authority. We can only exercise that authority to the extent that we are seeing the kingdom. Hallelujah. Praise God. Hallelujah. 
So when we have seen the kingdom, then we can share his love. So, our sharing his love is really dependent on ayin. It's dependent on a perception of the kingdom. Remember we said, our modus operandi should be for God and for the kingdom of God. So what I do is for God and for the kingdom of God. When I am praying, even if I'm praying for my need, the question I'm asking is, how does this impact that modus operandi for God and for the kingdom of God? How is what I am praying for going to impact God and the kingdom of God? How is it going to impact the agenda of God? When it is aligned to the agenda of God, then we can have the suddenness. Then we can have a manifestation of disruptive prayers that are making a difference. But you see, for us to share his love and extend his kingdom, it requires an outpouring of the Holy Spirit. That's why God prepared us by saying that in 2018, there's going, God is going to send an outpouring of the anointing. Because you cannot do kingdom work without the anointing. You cannot share his love in your own power. You cannot extend the kingdom with your own power, not by might, not by power, but by his spirit. So, we are going to share his love when we have a perception of the kingdom in four ways. We are going to share his love with the brethren. We are going to share his love with the vulnerable and the needy. We are going to share his love with the lost. And fourthly, we are going to share his love for the truth. Let's quickly cover those four points and we go home. I mean, I go home. <laughs> Th thank you, sir. Hallelujah. So number one, how, once I see the kingdom, I share his love with the brethren. First John chapter four, verses seven to 11 says this. First John chapter four, verses seven to 11. Beloved, let us love one another, for love is of God, and everyone who loves is born of God and knows God. He who does not love does not know God, for God is love. In this the love of God was manifested toward us, that God has sent his only begotten Son into the world that we might live through him. In this is love, not that we loved God, but that he loved us and sent his Son to become the propitiation for our sins. Beloved, if God so loved us, we also ought to love one another. So when I see the kingdom, I share the love of Christ with the brethren. So in 2018, I expect to be walking in love. I expect a oneness of the body of Christ. Because 1 John 4.19 says, we love him because he first loved us. In 1 John 3, verses 16 and 17, 1 John 3, 16 and 17, by this we know love, because he laid down his life for us, so we also ought to lay down our lives for others. 
You know, believers understand John 3, 16. But very few believers will quote for you first John 3, 16. By this we know love. That because he laid down his life for us, we lay down our lives for our brothers. So when I see kingdom, I am willing to lay down my life for the brethren. I am willing to share the love, my love, the love of Christ with the brethren. I allow him to love others through me. You know what happens in church sometimes, particularly when you are a cosmopolitan church like Celebration Church, it's very easy to begin to have cliques in church. We have these people who belong to this social class who don't relate to this other social class. It's because we have not seen the kingdom. Because when we have seen the kingdom, we share his love. There is no division according to social class. There is no division according to race or tribe. We are one. We share his love because we see kingdom. So in 2018, as we see kingdom, we are going to break the walls of division as we love one another. We are one body. Hallelujah. John 13, 34 to 35. <coughs> he says, a new commandment I give to you, that you love one another as I have loved you, that you also love one another as I love you. By this will all men know that you are my disciples. Because you love one another. So when the world sees a manifestation of kingdom, when we have broken the walls of division and we are loving one another, we are sharing his love because we understand kingdom. We are patriotic, we are loyal to the king. And because we understand that everybody who is born again is in covenant with the king. And that covenant makes me in, to stay in covenant with you. When we walk in that relationship, there's no division among us. Hallelujah. So we love with a love that is unjudgmental. Hallelujah. You see, when we share his love with the brethren, then we begin to see a manifestation of that ability and that capacity to deal with conflicts that were outstanding, to deal with issues, and the peacemaker anointing comes because of kingdom. When we are in kingdom and we are sharing his love, then the peacemaker anointing will manifest as we resolve the strifes and the issues and the conflicts that were long outstanding. Hallelujah. Praise God. The second way that we share his love is we share his love with the unsaved. So when we see the kingdom and we see the king, we, when we have a perception, an ayin, a, a revelation, a kingdom consciousness, we know why the king became man and hung on the cross. He died for lost souls. When we understand that, we love the lost. Because we love the things that are closest to his heart. So we have a passion for souls. We have a passion to bring people to Christ. Because we understand the things that are critical to the heart of the king. You see, because every soul that is saved is just one more jewel that is added to the king's crown. You know, the Moravians of old, they had a motto. And this was their motto. May the Lamb of God that was slain receive the reward of his sufferings. 
And because of that motto, they understood kingdom. They saw the kingdom. They saw the heart of the king. That his heart is aligned to the lost. And when they understood that they expanded their lives, they expanded their resources to bring the lost to Christ. So in 2018, our focus will be to love the lost and bring them to the knowledge of Christ. Because we see kingdom. We understand kingdom. We are motivated by that modus operandi for God and for the kingdom. 2 Corinthians chapter 5. Verses 14 to 21. Second, Second Corinthians 5, 14 to 21. For the love of Christ compels us, because we thus judge that if one died for all, then all died. And he died for all that those who live should live no longer for themselves, but for him who died for them and rose again. What he's simply saying there is saying, you see, he died, the king laid his life so that when we perceive the king, when we perceive the kingdom, we live no longer for ourselves, but we live for the kingdom. We live for the kingdom agenda. We live for the kingdom purpose. We live for the things that are closest to his heart. Our lives are no longer our own. When we see the kingdom, we share his love because we are motivated by the agenda of the kingdom. From now, therefore, we regard no one according to the flesh. Even though we have known Christ according to the flesh, yet now we know him, that's no longer. Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he has become a new creation. All things have passed away. Behold, all things have become new. Now all things are of God, who has reconciled us to himself through Christ Jesus. And he has given us a ministry of reconciliation. That we as peacemakers, we reconcile people to God. So in 2018, we have a ministry of reconciliation. We are pleading with the world to be reconciled with God. We are preaching the word of reconciliation because we understand kingdom. The reason we win the lost is because we are trying to populate the kingdom. We are increasing the population of the kingdom. That is what motivates us. That is what drives us. As we see the kingdom, we pursue the lost. Amen. Verse 20, now then, we are ambassadors of Christ. As though God were pleading through us, we implore you on Christ's behalf, be ye reconciled with God. That is our mandate. <coughs> Hallelujah. So as ambassadors of Christ, we are pleading with people to be reconciled with God. And you see, one of the things that we have to understand as ambassadors is that we, if we are ambassadors, we have a direct access with the president or the king we represent. So we, because we represent them and we speak for them. Now, if we don't have a clear communication line, intimacy with the king, if we are not seeing the king and seeing the kingdom, then it's not going to be possible for us to be able to represent him well. An ambassador who doesn't have a direct line with the government he represents will misrepresent that government. 
That is why God spoke to us. And he says he's pulling down the language barriers so that we hear God easily. We hear God comfortably. We, there's no translational error when we hear what God is saying. So that when we speak, when we make decrees, we are decreeing exactly what he meant. So the purpose of God in pulling down the barriers of language and allowing us to see him and hear him face to face is so that we can represent him well when we share his love, when we manifest the kingdom. So it is important in 2018 to say, Lord, open my eyes. Give me clarity to hear your voice so that I can represent you well. Hallelujah. Praise God. Number three, when we see the kingdom, we say it. We share his love among the brethren. Number two, we said, when we see the kingdom, we share the love, his love for the lost. And number three, when we see the kingdom, we share his love with the vulnerable. Jesus said, when you did it to the least of these, you did it for me. So when we see the kingdom, when we see God's heart for the vulnerable, we share his compassionate love. We reach out to the unloved. We reach out to the rejected. We reach out to the vulnerable. And we become his hand extended because we have seen the king. Halcom and Hamilton said, put it this way. They said the gaze heavenward to know God more intimately leads us to gaze around us at the reality of a hating and needy world. As we get to know him, our gaze will follow his gaze. And therefore his concern for the vulnerable becomes our concern. So the more we look into his eyes, the more our gaze will be drawn to the focus of his eyes. And his eyes are focused on the needy, the vulnerable. What are we doing in 2018 as a movement to share his love with the vulnerable? What are we doing as a movement to have compassion, to help those who are down and out? God called us and he says, I have called you and I given you a mandate to meet the needs of people, spirit, soul, and body. How are you going to meet the needs of people, spirit, and soul, and body when you are divorced from community, when you are divorced from the head when you alienate yourselves from the people who need you most so as we see the kingdom we will have a heart for the lost see one of the things that burdens me a lot is that the Muslims and the secular humanists are taking over the world because they are doing what the church was called to do and the church is not doing. The Muslims are extending themselves to meet the needs of people while the church is praying in tongues. We, 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 we no longer understand community. We no longer understand what it means to, to, for our hearts to burn with the things that burden the heart of God. We no longer feel the compassionate heart of God. Are we not the people to whose God says, I'm a father to the fatherless. I am the husband of the widows. What happened to the church in terms of ministering to the vulnerable and the needy? When we see the kingdom, we will share his love 
with the vulnerable. 2018 is a year when we are going to intentionally go back to the heart of what God has called us to do, meet these needs of people, spirit, soul, and body. That is kingdom. When we see the kingdom, we become a manifestation of the body of Christ. We become a manifestation of his desire. We become the word, become flesh. We begin to touch the hurting and the lost. We begin to touch the sick. We begin to touch the lepers because the church grew when it was touching the needy. Now we separate ourselves from those whom we love because we don't understand kingdom. Hallelujah. Point number four. <coughs> When we see his kingdom, we share his love for truth. You know, there's a deluge of deception and false doctrine that has hit the body of Christ. Because we, we allowed language barriers to come between the king and ourselves. We, we, we no longer hear his voice clearly. But when we see his kingdom, we are going to share his love for truth. We will contest and stand against error. We will contend and stand against compromise. In Revelation 2, 12 to 17, the Bible says this. And to the angel, Revelation 2, 12 to 17, and to the angel of the church in Pergamos write, these things, says he who has the sharp two-edged sword, I know your works and where you dwell, where Satan's throne is, and you hold fast to my name, and did not deny my faith, even in the days in which Antipas was my faithful martyr, who was killed among you where Satan dwells. But I have a few things against you, because you have there those who hold the doctrine of Balaam, <coughs> Who taught Balak to put a stumbling block before the children of Israel, to eat things sacrificed to idols, to commit sexual immorality? Thus you have also those who hold the doctrine of the Nicolaitans, which thing I hate, repent, or else I'll come to you quickly, and I'll fight against them with the sword of my mouth. He who has an ear, let him hear what the Spirit says to the churches. To him who overcomes, I'll give him some of the hidden manna to eat, and I will give him a white stone, and on the stone, a new name written which no one knows except him who receives it. So as we see the kingdom of God, as we perceive the kingdom of God, as we walk with an orientation that says in 5778, in 2018, my focus, my motto is whatever I do is for God and for the kingdom. And the, this, the screen, the filter with which I'm going to judge my life is, is it for God? Is it for the kingdom? How does it advance God's agenda? How does it advance the kingdom? Because I have seen the kingdom, I can share his love with the brethren. I can share his love with the lost. I can share his love with the vulnerable. I can share his love for truth. And I can stand for truth. And as I do that, God manifests my destiny. I enter into my destiny because my 
my destiny is linked to the kingdom agenda. The long-awaited promises that God spoke to me, the mission of day, the mission of God, the assignment of God is linked to my perceiving, my understanding, my appreciating the kingdom purpose so that we begin to do what God has called us to do. God has called us as a movement to build people, build dreams, to build the kingdom. So we cannot build the kingdom if we are not building people, if we are not building their dreams. We are called laborers together with God because we see the kingdom agenda. We see the heart of the king and we spend ourselves to reform society because that is the purpose of God. Amen. Hallelujah. I said all that so that we could stand to pray. We have 10 minutes and I want us to pray in that word of 2018. That we see the kingdom. There's no translational error. There is no, no language barrier between me and God. Say, God, give me an understanding, a perception, a clarity of thought, a clarity of understanding what you are saying. As I get that clarity, I begin to walk in, an, in, in a position where I share your love. I want you to talk to God and say, God, as I perceive the kingdom, may you cause me to enter into my destiny. May my suddenly manifest as I see the kingdom of God. So let's talk to God for a few moments. Hallelujah. Father, we come before your presence. Father, we thank you for your word. We thank you for what you have spoken to our hearts, that this is a year of seeing the kingdom. Father, I ask you in the name of Jesus, open my eyes, sensitize me. Let me perceive the kingdom. Let my orientation be for king and for the king and for the kingdom, for God and for his kingdom. Father, I pursue the kingdom. I pursue the agenda of God. I pursue the purposes of God. I pursue the heart of the Father in the name of Jesus as I lay down my life Father for me to understand to experience the suddenness of God for me to walk into my destiny I need an appreciation of kingdom Father I ask you right now that as I see your kingdom as you open my eyes to kingdom realities as you open my eyes to a kingdom focus as you open my, my, my orientation and my heart as you turn it towards the kingdom may I be able my Father to share your love. May I be able to walk into the agenda of God. May I be able to walk into that manifestation of the assignment that you have for me. Father, I lay down my life, Father, for the kingdom. I lay down my life for Christ. I lay down my life for your agenda. As I do that, my God, I do believe that my agenda, my destiny is linked to your kingdom assignment. Father, I enter into that assignment. I walk into those, Father, long Awaited, Father, in the name of Jesus, promises in the name of Jesus. Oh my God, my God, I thank you, Father, because you are breaking down warriors, who are breaking down walls that, that separate us, my God, as we understand the covenant relationships we have in the kingdom, as we see the kingdom, as we understand your heart, we walk in love, we walk in oneness. You are restoring and igniting in us a passion and a love for the brethren. Stay in us, my God, a love for the brethren, a love for the brethren, a love 
love for one another. Father, as we see the kingdom, Father, the barriers of tribe, the barriers of social status, the barriers of where we come from are breaking down as we enter into the purposes of God. In the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, Father, I thank you. I thank you, my God, that you are releasing us, my God, to walk, Father, into that place where you disrupt our lives. Father, you disrupt our lives. Father, as you release us into the assignments of God, Father, we thank you. We give you praise. We give you worship, my God, that you are allowing us, Father. You are removing the scales. Our eyes are being opened. Our eyes are being illuminated that we may see the agenda of God. We thank you and we honor you. We give you praise. We thank you, Father, because your agenda is taking center stage. We worship and we honor you, my God. Father, we commit ourselves and we pledge that in 2018, we are pledging a pledge of allegiance when we are saying, for God and for the kingdom. For God and for the kingdom. As a- Thanks for listening. For more teachings and videos, visit celebrationmen.org.